This week on Nintendo Main, I got Ed on the show to talk about Umbra Witches and Lumen Sages. I bought the most popular game in the world. Yatta! <laughs> <laughs> episode 108 we are your hosts i'm trey drunk dragon quest builders johnson i'm jeremy leave luck to heaven mikowski and we have a special guest this week hello everybody i'm eddie v from nintendo power block or nurse go radio and optional opinion optional opinion yeah you got a bunch of shows yeah ed, ed, yes. is, ed is returning from uh half of the nintendo power block that we had on before but we, we brought you back to talk about bayonetta and all that which will be our topic of the week because bayonetta one and two is getting re-released on switch which is pretty awesome yes yeah which is awesome so uh yeah we'll definitely get to that uh before before the show started jeremy you said that you have it have one reserved right are you planning on getting it this friday yeah, I uh, I tried to get it through Amazon, but I didn't act quick enough to get that twenty percent discount. So oh, I have to yeah. go pick it up at Best Buy on Friday. I just ordered it for store pickup. I think they still got it all for forty seven ninety nine because Amazon. They might. Something. Yeah, they might have something. gotten relisted since last night when I went to buy it. But last night it wasn't available, and I wanted to make oh. sure I got it on Friday. So okay, yeah, nice. yeah they, did something on, they did something on Twitter today about it saying forty seven ninety nine for Amazon. Yep. It probably got relisted and I just missed my chance, but it still wouldn't have gotten to me in time. It wouldn't have gotten to me by Friday. Oh yeah. If I had ordered it today, so Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you wanna have it. You wanna be able to have it on the day. I remember it saying that it wouldn't get here till next week. So and then that's the same thing with Best Buy. It said I wouldn't be able to get it until like Tuesday. So that's why I picked store pickup to just reserve a copy that will get shipped right there. Yeah. And our third person, John, is uh, out defending the universe right now, so he uh, he is unable to be on the show. But he might pop in later. Who knows? Uh, stay tuned. Yeah, if he saves the universe in the next hour or so, he might show up. Yeah, I don't know what sort of monster he's dealing with. I mean, it depends on if it's like, you know, super galactic or intergalactic or mega galactic. I don't know. I don't know what what's threatening the universe, but there's something, and he has to defeat it. It's the clear from, uh, what's that treasure game? Um, Gustar Heroes. Oh, yeah. That game's great. Oh, like I like Gunstar Heroes. I played, I think the only one, well, I have I have the Game Boy Advance one, and I have the uh, Virtual Console one on Wii, the Sega Genesis one. So I played yeah. both of those. I, I have it on Sega Genesis. Oh, you have the actual cartridge. Nice. I do. Ooh, nice. That was part of that package I bought from my coworker. Yeah. Uh, last. Speaking of, speaking of buying stuff, do you guys want to do our What We Bought This Week part right now? Hell yeah. Sure. All right. I'll start off. I got a couple. So uh, it's. I feel like it's been like such a long time since last week, but I think I've bought. I bought like four games since last week. I guess I don't know. That's uh, pretty big for me. But I, you know, Dragon Quest Builders came out on Friday. I bought that game. I definitely want to talk about that for a minute. You haven't played that yet, Jeremy? Have you? I've just played the demo. Okay. Did you get that one, Ed? Um, I have it on PS4. Oh, okay. So uh, you already I, played it. Yeah, I still yeah. need to pick up the Switch version. Okay, um, would you would you double dip on that one? Even though you yes, got I it? am just uh, for portability or just um, because 
I played the demo on it, and I always wanted it on PS4. And when I seen that it was coming to Switch, I'm like, oh, I definitely got to show Square Enix that I want more of oh, yeah, games yeah. on the system. So I'm oh, definitely sure. going to pick it up again. Yeah, I never. I have a PS4, and I always wanted to get the Dragon Quest Builders, but I, I, I kind of just, I don't know, I didn't get around to it. I think deep down inside, I was waiting for it to come back to Nintendo. You know, being like Dragon Quest being a big Nintendo thing back in the day, and now mm-hmm. too. I mean, you can get all of them except for ten on a Nintendo system. So I kind of wanted to come back around, and and now it is, and I got it, and it's a lot of fun. Like I've been playing, I've been playing a good amount of it. Actually, I, I found that pretty much every time I play it on Twitch, I get like at least like five or six viewers. So people seem to be into nice. it. So it's been. Uh, Except for when I got drunk and tried to do it, nobody watched that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was, uh, yeah. On, I, after a holiday party on Sunday, I, I tried to play it, kind of wasted, and it's pretty funny. Like if I put it on YouTube, but do you have it on YouTube? Yeah, is it just part of the series, or is it a separate thing? It's on the. It's part of the series. It's number five, but it's called. But cool. it says drunk plays instead of just regular plays. But uh, yeah, it's basically I went. I like picked a fight with a rock bomb and it killed me. And then after that, I was like, eh, maybe I shouldn't play this anymore. <laughs> You know, I was, was kind of like, I think I might be too wasted to do this. But yeah, I played that and and those and the other games that I got, which I haven't got to yet. But no, I totally, I totally recommend Dragon Quest Builders. It's a super fun game. It's like Minecraft, but with more of a direction, and that's why I like it. Yeah, I think I, I wish it was just a little cheaper. That's what's kind of than fifty. Held me back. Yeah. Well, there'll, there'll be a sale. I know, I know that's lame sure. to say because yeah. it is a full game and. It took a whole team to make it and all that. It's a long ass game. Like I've I've been playing it for like ten hours and I haven't game? even. It looked like it wasn't that long. I thought it only had like a few scenarios in it. Uh, it's long from what I've from what I've looked at online. Like I looked at the looked at like some later into it because I'm only mm-hmm. on chapter one and I've played like ten hours into it. So it's kind of like and there's other there's other places that you can go. And I looked at the map and the map's way bigger than Alfgard originally was in the NES game. So that's good. There's a lot more shit because Alfgard was like one continent in Dragon Quest One, but now there's like ten continents. So there's a lot there's a lot more shit going on. But yeah, no, the the game is super big. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of like Dragon Dragon Quest monsters on there, which I super love. So. I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of the franchise and all that, so it's a lot of it's a lot of fun to play, even though it's not like RPG as most of them are. But but it's cool to see. It, it made me really excited to see like Dragon Quest Eleven, which is still like my most highly anticipated game of this year to come to the Switch or 3DS or whatever. It should come out to whatever whatever it's coming to. But yeah, it's a super yes. cool game. I'm mean, having a lot of fun with it. I know that Bayonetta is like right here, but if it ever gets cheaper and you have extra cash, it's totally worth it. If you want to play Minecraft without roofs, even though I did, I looked in the future and you can build roofs eventually. Good. I think that's yes. in like chapter two or three. So that's just, you can. I, that's just the roof <laughs> on the cake. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I got, I got that. That one's, that one's super fun. Um, I also picked up, like, because I do these uh, Thursday new Switch uh, streams and YouTube stuff every Thursday. Since uh, Dragon Quest Builders was on Friday, I wanted to have something to play, so I got... So I picked up both of the uh, Arcade Archives games from last week. I got uh, Super Baseball 2020, which there's finally a a cool baseball game on there. It's not Baseball Stars. So is that an Arcade Archives, or is that a uh, Neo Geo game? I was confused about that. Neo Geo. The baseball one? Baseball one's Neo Geo. Mm -hmm. But it's basically okay. it's basically like uh, Ken Griffey Jr. in the future. So if you like Ken okay. Griffey Jr., it's a lot like that. There's some weird rules about where the ball goes, like to whether it's legal or not. Like so, there's sometimes where you can hit it where it looks like a foul ball, but it's actually legal. But uh, and you can 
you actually use money and you can use money to power up your characters like while you're playing and stuff like that, which is kind of different. But it's totally a good baseball game if you're into that. If you're into playing a futuristic uh, sci-fi baseball game. It's totally... Is it like three innings or something like that since it was an arcade game? No, like, it's, it's, it's nine version? innings. No, it's regular. It's regular nine innings. It basically what it does is you pay for like time. Like you put in you put in a quarter and you get like 20 minutes. And there's a clock that counts down. And no matter where you're at in the game, once the clock goes down, it'll ask you to put more money in. And this being a Neo Geo game that you bought on Switch, you just keep it in the button. You just hit a button and you're back in it. It's not really it, it's it's weird because sometimes you're about to catch. Or just a, put a ton of credits in at the beginning, right? Yeah, but you still gotta hit it. You still gotta hit like start whenever it goes to you know add credit. But it's funny because you'll be like running trying to catch a ball, and it'll be like out of credits. <laughs> it's like ah, oh. <laughs> and then you just hit it. But I played that drunk too. And I was in the middle of a game, and I ended up like letting in like twelve runs or something like that in an inning. In an inning and I was like, "Man, I'm I'm not good at this game at all right now." So yeah, that's what I learned is that I suck at a lot of games. So at the end of my drunk thing that I did, I basically just played Nine in the Woods because you can't lose at that game, and that's that's basically what I ended up doing. <laughs> you know, it would have been great if you played do. the part where she gets drunk while you were drunk. I didn't make it that far. Or no, I didn't make it that far because I called because uh, John and I ended up playing. Uh, we ended up playing uh, the fucking car game. Which I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah, we ended up playing Rocket League for a oh, while. That's great. Did you record it? No, I didn't record it. Which is good because most of the time we had people that weren't working. Like we played with non-teams. Like the teams, the cars weren't moving. People like just dropping out. No, they weren't moving at all. The cars weren't moving, so we were just like getting score after score, and the other team was just sitting there, not doing anything. This happened like three times so in a row. Have, fucked up with the, yeah. yeah, there's like must be some sort of glitch with the new update or something, but it happened to us like numerous times where there's like nobody, you're like playing against somebody, but they're not doing anything. Like one of them's jumping and everybody else is just standing there and you're just getting goal after goal after goal. And it's like, oh, well, this sucks. And then we finally played against somebody and lost in the last part. <laughs> I really, I want to know how the crossplay is between Switch and Xbox One. What do you mean? Like how well? I uh, mean, I've only experienced it from the Switch itself. I guess I haven't tried it on the Xbox One, but it works. Well, well, yeah, because Switch players can play with Xbox One players, mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. why I was wondering how, uh, how it felt or anything. Was like there any lag or any problems or anything? It feels like they're all a lot better than the Nintendo people. Yeah, that's mostly what we what I played. That's mostly what we notice is whenever uh if mm-hmm. you leave it on if you leave it on crossplay, chances are you're going to lose a lot more unless you're really really good. That's what I've noticed. Cuz if you okay. turn it well, if you turn it off and have it for years or whatever. Yeah, if you turn it off and have it just be like Nintendo, then you might get matched up with people less, but you might also run into people that aren't as good, so you might not lose as much. I don't know. That kind of seems to be about what's going on there for it. But that apparently the new update, and I think John said this last week, was uh, the new update made it to where you can, like, now you can create, like, teams with both. Like, you can have a team with the uh, Xbox One and oh, cool. Switch people on it if you want oh, to create, do whatever. So you can intermingle now or something like that. So so there's that on there. But it, it's, you know, it's good for what it is. But I, yeah, I was, I'm not good at it. I'm still not good at it. So it's kind of <laughs> one of those things. I just, I kind of just got it to play like Jeremy and John online with it, but I'd suck at it still. So I'm terrible. Yeah. So that's that. where I'm at for that game. But whatever. I got it on sale. It was 15 bucks. It wasn't that bad. No, that's not bad. Yeah. But uh, that, yeah, if you're itching for some old, like, Ken Griffey Jr. stuff, you should try out that baseball game, the Super Baseball. It's the only Neo Geo baseball game we have on there until, like, Baseball Stars shows up. But it's it's a good one. I was trying to I was trying to see if I had all of the sports, like, because I, I have a soccer game, I have a basketball game, I have a golf game, and I have a 
baseball game now of all Neo Geo games. I wish there was a football, but there's no there's no football game yet. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, but I have like you know I have like the Neo Geo uh, the golf game which is awesome. Like Jeremy and I played that game over the MGC. <laughs> And uh, the street hoop is super cool too, like on, for Neo Geo. There there's no stuff. football games, are there? There's, there's no Switch. football games in there at all right now. Yeah, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I didn't understand why EA wasn't like, hey, let's put Madden on there instead of FIFA. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. People like FIFA more, but well, more people like FIFA for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they kind of, you know, EA was kind of. I think we talked about that on your show, Ed, about how EA was like kind of being a dick about putting their stuff in Nintendo. They didn't really, uh, didn't really put the best put, foot forward on that. You know, they kind of gave a half-assed job on it. Yeah, and and the funny thing about it is, is that uh, with the EA one, like we talked about them not putting out a lot of copies throughout the holiday. Every time FIFA 18 for a Switch came in, it was gone from our store for Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay, at the at the Toys R Us you worked at. Yeah, and then it it became just kind of like hard to find some places in Illinois around in my area. So I'm like, if if EA would have treated that just like they treated the other games, they would have made a lot of good sales on Switch. So that, like I said, that was mostly all EA's part, not putting a lot of copies in. Yeah, that's weird. Like, uh, and uh, wasn't it? Didn't the same thing kind of happen with the wrestling game, like with with the WWE 2K18? Actually, where it kind of no. sucked, but people uh, still bought 2K, it. <laughs> yeah, 2K sent out a lot of copies for uh, NBA 2K18 and WWE, and they were being brought out the store. People were coming in and buying them yeah so they had good sales yeah and but they said they sent more yeah right so 2k actually made tons of money because nobody some people were getting nba 2k 18 but only for xbox one they barely was getting the ps4 version but the switch versions the must was gone oh wow yeah because i know that yeah people were still and that one was a crappy port the wwe one but people were still buying it you know, which is like it was actually yeah. couldn't find out that the WWE was bad across all three of them. It wasn't oh, was just it? the Switch version. Yeah, Xbox One and PS4 had bad problems. Yeah, I mean you can't really you can't really compare it to like Aki and all those those old wrestling games, which were always my favorites. Yeah, I still haven't played a. I mean, I played it enough to see if it works, but I just got WWF No Mercy, so I haven't got to play much of that. But that was like nice. the last the last like official one that they made. So pretty cool um what's that on 64 that was 64. the last that was the last 64 Is that the one wrestling. I have? no you have world tour that's the first one. Oh yeah that's what i have mm-hmm. there were two wcw ones and two wwf ones and i got the last wwf one which was the only one i didn't have because i didn't buy that one when it came out for whatever reason i think the gamecube might have been out by then or something i don't know or maybe i just didn't have any money which is probably the, it's probably the latter but uh i also bought i bought the other arcade the ar- other arcade classics archive and it's not a neo geo one but i bought the crazy climber game that's on there which is actually like a lot of fun to play like i never played that arcade before but uh it's it's enjoyable like i uh i'm able to get past the first building but i haven't gotten to the second building yet but i see that being like a some sort of drunk uh two-player video that we'll have to do in the future of that of that game because that game is a lot of fun it, to lo- play. it looks like it's probably pretty old school hard right uh it's kind of it's actually i don't think it's that bad like once you figure out the way the game works it gets easier, but it does ramp up a lot once you get to the second building. Because it's a little bit like the I feel like that Donkey Kong game that came out for the Game Boy Advance, King of Swing, reminds me of that <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, King of Swing. Yeah, I guess like I, the principle I can see is a little that, yeah. different, but you're still like operating the arms separately. Yeah, and you're climbing up. 
I don't know if you played on a, Crazy Climber. You operate the legs too, right? You no, no just just the arms. You just all you, oh, the just only, the arms. there's only two. You control with the two analog sticks. That's all you do. There's no buttons. So you move the the right analog stick is your right arm, and the left analog stick is your left arm. And you basically go like you know you go like this. <laughs> it's like how you do it, but with the with the analog sticks but you have to like but you know if you want to dodge you go like both left or both right but you have to have your hands on an actual ledge like to be able to do that so like that puts another thing into it but once you figure out how to do it it's a lot of fun like it's a lot of fun to play like i've played it like probably four times since i got it and that's more than most arcade arcade games that i get but i enjoy it a lot like i think it's i think it'd be a really fun thing to play multiplayer which it had like an online thing and i kind of fell into a little bit of a rabbit hole about it but Apparently there were like sequels to it. Like there was a later like Super Nintendo looking one, a climber, mm-hmm. and there was even a crazy, a crazy climber for Wii that was only that was only released in Europe. I found that I, I was I was about to buy it, but the Wii isn't isn't back isn't like a region free, so I wouldn't be able to play it. But I was like, man, there's a fucking Wii game for it too. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize there were all these crazy climbers out there. But uh, uh. yeah, I'd really like to play the actual arcade eventually. But it's fun. Like the one on the Switch is super cool. And I'm I was that, positive um, it was at uh, MGC. Was that Data East? Is that Data East? The Crazy Climber? Yeah. I don't know who did it. It was. It's hmm. old. I mean, it's a 19. This is like pre Donkey Kong, and there's a King Kong in it. So they got to it before okay. Donkey Kong. This is like oh, it's pre Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's 1980. This game came out in 1980 when I was born. Me and Crazy oh, shit, Climber. Yeah, right. uh, it says Tato. Yeah, a oh, Tato or okay. Tato. Tato, yeah. Tato. Yeah, they did Bubble Bobble, right? Yes. Yeah, it was um the guy the I forget the the dude who did it. He did some other stuff too. Like I did uh, I Wikipedia it for a second. I guess I should have wrote down all the stuff that I read. But his name is in the um title of it when you start it. Oh. Yeah, this one saying, is, okay, but, so I don't think that game was on the title arcade collection neither for PS2. Oh I yeah, don't remember? Oh, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, do you have that one? I didn't get it. I have the first one, uh, but I don't think that game was on it. It's a there, shame because I wasn't. Yeah, I because uh, that's the year that I was born. So I would. I, that's why I was just like, mm, oh, title did it. Like I don't remember if it was on the arcade collection or anything. Probably, probably wasn't. Yeah, it was a uh, Nichi uh, Nichi Butsu is the uh, company that made it. Okay. Yeah, they're they're the ones who do Crazy Climber. Nichi Butsu. Yeah, Nichi Butsu. It's it's like on the title, like when you do it. Yeah, the Taito. They're uh, yeah, they had like Moon Base and the Space Invaders copy game. But yeah, they had a bunch of stuff. But that game's really fun. There was a there was a sequel that came out in 1988, and apparently later there was a Wii version, which I want to play, but I need a European Wii to play it. But I also got a, I also got a, the last of my stuff. I got a, the Fall 2 Unbound. I bought that last night. I don't know, did you ever play the Fall 1, Jeremy? I know you got it on the... Because uh, it, it was part of one of those Humble Bottles that we got. I think it was the first one. Yeah, I got it. I don't remember anything about it was it like a point and click no it's like a well sort of it's like a it's like a 2d game with point and click stuff in it i guess is what i'd say because you have a gun that you aim at stuff and you can interact with things in that way so it's sort of point and clicky in that way but it's basically the first game was really cool like i played through it in one sitting i think it's only like four or five hours but i really liked it a lot like i thought it was really really cool and i saw it was releasing a sequel on switch so i was like oh cool i gotta get it but i have not i don't like love this one as much as i love the first one i actually tweeted about the controls being messed up because there's a part where it tells you how to fight and that's wrong like it tells you the wrong buttons to hit so i did like oh put that picture up and be like hey uh i think you guys are thinking about the wrong system here because they didn't convert it 
Because this is well, it says like tutorial. That's terrible. Well, it says like you hit B and X, and it's Y and A instead of B and X. And I'm like, maybe you think it's a Xbox controller where they're switched, but I don't know. But uh, but yeah, that first one was really cool. Well, the first one was basically like, you know, it's called the fall. So like you fall and you wake up as this uh, suit that has a you know that's talking about the body inside of it and is trying to save the body inside of it and all that. And you go and you like unlock different things in the suit as you go and you try to figure out where you're at and try to get the next part and all that. And it works really well like that. But in the second one, it's, you don't have that as much. Like it's more like the, now the bodies look lost again and it has to go find itself. So you go inhabit all these other different bodies and stuff. So it's not as straightforward as the other one, but I got to play it for a little bit. It's on YouTube if you want to see it, but that's my games for the week that I picked up. Do you guys get anything? That sounds weird. What? The fall? Yeah, it sounds really interesting. I'm sorry. I'm, Surprised I didn't play it. You should play the Wii fall. Or if I did, I was gonna say you have it on Wii U, I right? I've only played it like one time. Yeah, I was gonna say if you have it on Wii U, you should totally play it. Like it's a, you know, that it kind it, it kind of looks like uh, he sort of looks like a um, what do you call it? it looks like one of those uh, Republican heroes, dude. Whatever you call him, the Federation Force. He looks like one of those Federation Force guys. Oh, the main okay. character does from Metroid. He has like the big blue visor. You know, the main character does. And you basically kind of went go through and uh, and it's a two D. You know, it's a 2D, like, point-and-clicky adventure-type game, and it's cool. Like, I like the first one a lot. I, I I haven't been able to... There's I got stuck in a part in the second one, so... But it looks really good. Like, the, the graphics are really, really good, and it's super smooth, and, and it's... Uh, a lot of people are praising it, so... But I, I say that you should definitely play the first one, Jeremy. I think you do have it on the Wii U. It, it, it Like I said, I beat it in one sitting, so it doesn't take very long, but... It's a lot of fun, and it'll give you an idea whether you like the second one. But it was only, like, 15, and... I kind of wanted to check it out and support it because I know the fall one didn't get nobody really bought it when it came out, so it's like I'll buy this one, and I did, and that one was through Humble Bundle, so I think I got it for practically free. So I'll support it second time around. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I can go over what I bought. I first off, I bought the title of the week or the topic of the week. Sorry, uh, Bayonetta one and two. I've got those waiting for me on Best Buy on yeah, Friday. Switch version. Pick them up. I missed out on the Amazon deal. I thought I may have just not refresh the page enough but uh, so i paid full price but you know i'm not getting my prime discount but i'm picking those up on friday uh, i also bought another switch dock finally i, I caved because so i got my tax return back and i thought i'd do something nice for myself and stop unhooking the switch every time i want to play in another room did you end uh, up uh did you did you get a cheaper one or did you end up buying a new one like where i you bought get it the from? official nintendo one oh, okay it came with the the whole setup so it's just it's got the power adapter and everything with it and it comes with the yeah. HDMI cord and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was just you can get some of those used on eBay for a little bit cheaper. I was just curious how, where you got it from. It was like seventy. It was like right around seventy. It was discounted on Amazon for. Some oh, okay. Reason, so. Yeah, that's what I paid for it. It, it was it, it was still kind of expensive. Yeah, but that's I'm happy to have it finally. Well, I don't have it. I'm getting it on Friday, but I bought that and then I got. I said in the uh, the intro that I got the most popular game in the world. I don't know if it is really, but I finally it got is right the, now. <laughs> I mean, PUBG. people talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I, d- I downloaded PUBG on my computer through Steam, and uh, I've been playing that the past couple of days, and it's actually like way more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah, I don't, I'm surprised I don't, how much I actually like it. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on this show before, but I'm really surprised that nobody has like tried to put a PUBG-like game on Switch yet. You like know? a type, uh-huh. a type, because it's become a type thing. Because now, like the new Red Dead game is going to have like a PUBG type thing on it, and like Fortnite, like. 
Wasn't yeah, it Chance? Was wasn't it like Chance the rapper I mean, said that like Fortnite should be on Switch or something like that? Like he tweeted it or whatever. Like yeah, Fort Fortnite Fortnite's like yeah, an offshoot of or it was heavily inspired by PUBG. Yeah, so but it's, it's like bit, an even newer, more advanced version of that. It's got like crafting stuff in it. It's it, not just like a straight up shooter. Yeah, yeah. PUBG has kind of become like its own genre, like pretty much like Minecraft did, you know, where it's like let's make a game like PUBG. Like, and I would think that how popular the Switch is by now, that somebody would jump on that and be like, oh, let's do a PUBG type thing for Switch. Maybe that's why Morphe's Law hasn't come out yet. They're trying to turn it into PUBG, yeah. right? <laughs> PUBG's Law, wow. Player unknowns laws. Have but you- yeah, so it's it's fun. Um, one thing I really like about it, and you know, this is not something I would have even thought to look up about it but i was like well i might want to put up a video eventually on youtube of me playing this but yeah i don't feel like recording it right now it automatically records the every match you play oh wow and then you you have it and it'll delete them after a while i think it only keeps like 10 in storage but sure you can save the ones you want and they don't get deleted you know and um it's not just a video it's a it's a full map the whole match was recorded yeah you, you can, can go to any of the yeah, players right. views and see their whole like strategy. Yeah, that's you crazy. You can zoom in and out on the map and you can watch it all from like a bird's eye perspective. And it's really fun because you'll be, I'll be like, holy shit, I had no idea there were like four guys like right by me at that point when I just like ran to that field. And I just got lucky because they like went behind a building just as I like ran by. And yeah. it's really cool to like look at the replays. Like that's been really fun. And it's also helped me get better at the game because I'm like, oh, that's how that guy killed me. He waited there for me to run up. And yeah. There's a lot of camping in the game if you play it right. Like you got to camp. Mm. Just wait for people to run up and knock them out, and that's mostly how I've died. I haven't killed anyone yet. <laughs> I've played for over two hours. I've shot some people, but I haven't taken anyone out yet. Like everyone. Oh, you haven't. Me. You haven't even killed anybody and, uh, yet. At the beginning of the lobby, there's a lot of like. I think it's Chinese people playing, but there's just a bunch of people saying America's the best. No, fuck you. China's the best. Like they just go back and forth. Oh, uh, weird. Okay. Lobby. <laughs> okay. Uh, this isn't like I thought it would be because on YouTube it makes it look really funny, but mostly it's just people saying that their country is the best. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> but it's, it's fun. I, I mean, I don't think it'll ever come to the switch. If it did though, I would recommend well, it. It's fun. And I mean, not now. It's just a, well, I think that, well, it, isn't it kind of gonna... owned by Microsoft now, now that it's exclusive for Xbox one and all that? I thought they had some sort of ownership on it. No, the they just have a deal with them. Uh, because it's not uh, coming to PS4 anytime yeah. soon. That's not their console. Yeah. And I and I think that I mean if so they're probably smart, for a limited period of time, like every other exclusive. I mean, ex- people are ha- they're having a hard time selling Xboxes. I think if they're smart about it, they should try to get full exclusivity on this game. Is, is what I would think. You know, since it's so huge. I mean, it's if they so can- exclusive. You can't play it on a. Uh, you can't pl- cross play with it. You can only play it on Xbox with other Xbox users. Oh, really? Oh, weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you could cross play it. Oh, I guess not. They, I thought they were cross playing everything. Uh, not yet, because the PC version is like it's like almost a full game, and the one on Xbox is still early access. So it would be unfair because they haven't they don't got the whole game completed yet on Xbox. Oh, oh really? Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, I so it's that, still yeah. like version point nine oh or whatever. It's not one yeah. like it. The, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't know. It, uh, it was kind of like Minecraft. It didn't take as long as Minecraft, but Minecraft was already huge before it officially like was released as a complete game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's kind of what just with PUBG back in I think October or November, it finally got released as a full you know a 1.0 version. Yeah, I'd really like to see some sort of equivalent of it on on the Switch. I don't think I don't I don't know if my computer can handle it at all. Like the PUBG, like I. 
I've heard everybody talk about the PUBG and how it's great and all that, and I've never played it, but I don't know if I could, if I even could, if I wanted to, you know, I don't know. I, I'll just stick to Royal Rumble on Wrestling Gangs. That's that's my PUBG. Yeah, that, that's your that's your Royal, Royal Rumble. Do you do you play yeah. any PUBG, Ed? Uh, no, I think it's the it's kind of just a basic, and it's just it's like super well, basic. exactly like I'm like um. I like I I need more competitive and more fun because yeah. I'm just like well y'all really just took an idea from wrestling and mixed it in with the game Mag from PS3 like mm-hmm. that's what you basically did and just threw it under right. Unreal's engine and just well the guy who made it was yeah the guy who made it was the guy who did like custom maps and modes for like yeah. some other multiplayer games so that's what he started out doing was doing like hacked versions of games or whatever and like i don't know if you call it that mods i think mods is a better way to put mods, it. Yeah, yeah so yeah. he did mods and then like yeah PUBG was a mod that became a full game so yeah you're right it's it's very basic especially with stuff like fortnite like offering even more like you well, know, fortnite you strategy. can like build houses and stuff too and, right? I, and I, i'll say the people that have been playing for a really long time also have an advantage because as far as i know like stuff spawns in the same places and yeah the mm-hmm. maps are always the same. So, like, people that have been playing for a long time know what parts of the map to go to get the good shit. And so, you know, I don't know. The the glitz might wear off after a while, but I've put a few hours into it, and it's fun so far. Yeah. It's, and I, I mean, mean it's, it, it, it's very, like, high tension. Like, you'll, you know, I got down to the final four in one map. And I had, I, like I said, I still haven't killed anyone. I just was, like, being clever and hiding as, as the map shrunk. And uh, I got really close to, you know, being in the final three. But this guy, this guy was waiting for me to come out of the building, and he just took me out. Yeah. But yeah, uh, moving on uh, from PUBG. <laughs> uh, Never. I said, no, I, I also mean, yes. said at the top of the uh, show, I said leave luck to heaven, which most people know that's what Nintendo means in Japanese. I always hear about this kind of stuff happening to other people, and I didn't think it would happen to me. But I had a coworker who just came into work the other day, and he said, hey, do you want this? And he just gave me an NES and a whole bunch of games. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, that's cool. Like, what do you, like, how much do you want for it? And he's like, no, you can just have it. We don't want it. Wow. And, uh, and uh, he said they're moving to like New York. They're either going to move to New York City or to Seattle. They don't know yet. He and his uh, fiance, and uh, it depends on where she gets like into grad school or something like that. I think so. Uh, they need to like get rid of stuff. So yeah, this was her NES from her when she was a kid, and it's got a. Uh, it's the full set. Well, for one, he also said like the the console doesn't work. Oh, and it does. It totally works. Like it oh, right away when I plugged it in. Oh wow. So and it has all the hookups, and then it came with the. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt, Mario t- two copies of Mario two, Mario three, Paperboy, Star Wars the first Star Wars, yeah, Fester's Quest, Explode, which is like a I guess it's like a power pad game, but I can't play it. Uh, Kirby's Adventure with the manual, that's pretty cool. Uh, this one game called Stealth, I don't know anything about it. Uh, Tetris with manual, and then another copy of Mario, but it's like the one that has the track and field on it too, or whatever world class track meet, and then uh, yeah, Doctor Mario. I think it was. I think that one is like the gray cartridge, like the paper is gray. Yeah. On it. Yeah. But I don't know if you can see. It's like, yeah, you can't see. But it's <laughs> the label is completely worn off of that one. So I can just tell by like the top corner what it is. Yeah. I noticed but, yeah, there was one. With the that, that zapper and the adapter and two controllers. And basically what the guy said was like, you know, we don't want it anymore. We know we could probably sell stuff on eBay. You know, nothing in there was like the Kirby games worth like 20 or 30 bucks. If you sell it on eBay, you can get like that. But nothing else is really like yeah valuable in, in, uh, in eBay terms. But uh, he did tell me that if I got the NES working, I should give it away if I already have one. So 
Trey, it's yours if you want it, since your NES doesn't work. Oh, yeah, no, I'll take it. I would love to have a working NES. Yeah. My, he said, basically, yeah. that's what he said. That was his like his like stipulation for giving it to me for free. He was yeah. like, well, if you make the NES work, you have to give it to someone that doesn't have one. So oh. like, or that doesn't have a working one. I was like, all right, I can do that. Awesome. No, thanks. No, yeah, I have an NES hooked up, and I think it died playing that Bugs Bunny game that I got for Jess, like the... Uh, wow. The the Bug Bunny Bugs Bunny birthday bash I think that was its its last uh, his last voyage before it kicked the bucket or no maybe it was uh because I have um I have the uh, I have Pinbot also and I think that was the last thing we played before it died like the one that was made by Rare like the adaptation of the arc of the uh, yeah. pinball game which is pretty awesome mm-hmm. actually but uh, I think that was the final game we played on it we played some two player and it froze and then we like tried to redo it again and it froze and then it just wouldn't wouldn't come back on after that. Because I remember I tried to do a, I tried to do a Metroid One stream with it, and I just couldn't do it. So I was never able to stream any uh, NES stuff because my NES completely died before I got the setup in here and all that. So, oh no. so with having a new, well, I'll one, take it apart, I'll clean it out and stuff because it is it is finicky like any old NES yeah. is. But I would say like maybe get a hold of one of those blinking light wins because the the NES I put that in is like been perfect ever since I did that. Yeah. Are you going to try to get a hold of one of those and throw it in this one and you'd have like your NES for a while? Are you planning on getting a Super NT, Jeremy? <laughs> I know. Uh, I al- I almost bought one. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't because you because uh, of, of the whole yeah. tax return thing. I was like Exactly. Uh, and there's a free game on it that was never released, the Super Turrican, right? That yep. was uh, mm-hmm. kind of like Star Fox 2 but not as cool, right? <laughs> I really I really want one, but I can't justify 180 bucks for it right now. Yeah. Unfortunately. I really yeah. I really want it though. It looks awesome. Super Turrican is not worth it. Trust me. No, <laughs> yeah, no. but the HD, not, the Super Nintendo, that I wasn't guess. Even an yeah. issue. I just like the thought of well, and it plays Super Famicom games too without having to do you know you don't have uh, to take a okay. pli- pliers to it. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to. And hard there's so mod many it. great uh, Super Famicom games you can get for so cheap. They're so cheap compared to SNES games. So yeah, that yeah. would be one reason to get it. Just to like, I know it can already play those, but mm-hmm. you know to play them in HD. Yeah, and then it's got the SD card slot, which right now it's just to update the firmware. But eventually they might do fan translations where you could play the Super Famicom games with fan translation mods. Oh, so yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely something worth keeping an eye on. And it's expensive, but that's actually a really good price for what it does. And yeah. Like, the captures I'd be able to get from it would totally be worth the money. So I'm going to keep an eye on it. I'm, I'll probably get it eventually, if nothing else strikes my eye that is better yeah. as a HD solution. It's pretty right now cool. I've got the SNES Classic for all those games. So theoretically, I could just put more ROMs on it, but I don't feel good about that. Okay, I, never, I don't feel good yeah. about playing anything that's not original hardware as much as possible. If I'm going to put it on the internet, especially. Sure. Yeah. I, well, I personally like just because I have a lot of my cartridges still. If you've seen any of my retro revival stuff, I like to. I take pride in that I actually have the actual version of it. And some of the stuff that I've twitched, like people have actually commented on it and said that it was cool that I'm playing it on the other original system and that's not a, that it's not a ROM and all that. So people do appreciate it. Yeah. But did you... Yeah, uh, everything we've done on Nintendo Main has been, on our video stuff, has been original hardware or, you know, equivalent, like, if it's a Nintendo game we're playing it on through their emulators. Yeah. Through their eShop or whatever. Yeah. Okay. We try to keep it that way, so I've I've thought about, because I have two SNES classics, so I've thought about making one of them the, the one that has all the games, but I don't feel good about it. I can't morally do it just just yet i thought about modding one if i had a second one but i, I don't have a second one so i, I was just gonna Except keep one just add the roms of the games i own that's one thing i could do to quell my morals or whatever mm-hmm. but uh mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, I'd also just like it to have another console. It's an excuse to buy another console. True. Is that the last of your b- bots for this week? Which that's bought? all my buys. Yeah, that's all my buys. What? So, uh, what did you get, Ed? Did you still? Did you? I know you. Last time I we talked about this, you bought a lot of stuff. But I want to see what would you get for the week? Okay, so um, past week I got Master Hunter for X, uh, Master Hunter World for Xbox One and PS4 because I want to play with oh, sure. all my friends on different systems. You got um, both. Kind of enjoying that. You got two. Yeah, I got two copies of the of the. Of the oh wow, game. that's dedication, um, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, because I got friends on Xbox One that don't have PS4 and they want to play with me, and yeah. being part of the Xbox community, kind of want to play with them, and being part of the PS4 community, want to play with them on that also. Mm-hmm. Um, also got uh, Iconoclast for PS4. Um, it's the Metroid style game. I won't say Metroidvania because there's no level up system to it like like Castlevania is okay um and it's not it it has a style of metroid but you don't get like extra energy for your energy bar so whatever you start out with you that's that's pretty much it yeah so um uh, it, I, I did end up beating that game uh, it's about worth 10 to 15 hours um and there's only kind of one ending uh, to it, but uh, it's religious, kind of like heavily or of like a fake religion. So um, there's still some spots that I'm lost on because it's just like there's some characters that get mentioned, but you don't understand their story uh, about it. Um, you play as a mechanic in this game, uh, and it's kind of a sin to be a mechanic to fix stuff. Uh, and if they catch you, you got to deserve your penis for your sins and stuff like that. And it's just all, and it goes all kinds of crazy from there. The world that they're living on is kind of destroying itself, and uh, you got to figure out. Is there a way to keep the world going or get off the planet? And just all this other religious heavy stuff. It's a lot of comedy in it and a lot of cussing in it, but it's really good. Um, it's it's really fun. Uh, I, I know it's also on Vita too. Um, so anyone's interested in that, uh, it's called Iconoclast on PS4 and PS Vita. Uh, other than that, um, I'm waiting for Bayonetta 1 or 2 to come. Um, I did pick up Blaster Master Zero for Switch. Okay. And um, It was on sale, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So um, I, I'm working... Uh, I picked that up and started working on that game. Also picked up Lost Fear. Um, I actually ordered that from Square Enix, so I have the physical copy of that game. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be starting on that, and then like this coming Friday, I forgot to pick up Okami HD when it came out. So I'm going to be picking that up uh, on Friday soon. Oh, cool! But uh, that's all my pickups that I have at the moment. So, uh, so you, and this was, but you said this before we were recording, but I want to get it on the recorder. Uh, yeah. You, you had Bayonetta two for Wii U, right? Yes. And you're getting it. Why are you getting it a second time for the Switch? I'm getting it the second time for the Switch. Uh, my Bayonetta two for my Wii U messed up. It's it's I don't know what happened. My sister started reading my copy, 
and uh, I I need this physical copy. I'm so happy. I'm I'm glad that it's coming to Switch because it gets a lot of people more people to play. But the game is literally fun to play, and yeah, I need my I need my DMC fix on the go. <laughs> yeah, like I need my action pack fix, and there's nothing like it. So I'm definitely buying this show Nintendo, and definitely with Bayonetta three coming on, mm. I'm gonna have the whole collection on my. Sure. When that when Bandit Three comes, so I'm definitely gotta get to because what's gonna happen is I'm gonna buy it. Someone else is gonna buy a copy, and there'll be a while before be, there'll be a restock somewhere. Yeah. And then when that restock comes in, it's gonna sell out again. Oh yeah, I hope so. That I've heard the yeah the new well there's a there was an online mode in the original one, so I'm hoping that people actually play that on this on this new version of it. But we'll talk yeah. about a lot of that in the uh, in the topic. Uh, Uh, just we'll just talk some news real quick, and then we'll go to uh, then we'll take a break and get into Bayonetta. I was just looking at the looking at the uh, sales of what's on there. What, what was it? Oh yeah, no, I don't think Blaster Master's on sale still. But I say that the last Penelope's on sale. I played that on uh, <laughs> on streaming. But like Golf Story is on sale, which is awesome for anybody who hasn't gotten that yet. That's yeah, prob- I picked that one up too. I was gonna say um, that's probably the best thing to get that I see that's on here that's on sale. It's out worth every penny. Is Owlboy coming out? Uh, Owlboy's out now. It came out on Tuesday, mm-hmm. so I, I oh, haven't. Okay, so it dropped Tuesday for Switch. Yeah, so Owlboy and uh, the Fall Two came out on the same day. I went for the Fall because it was ten bucks less than Owlboy, and also okay. because I liked the Fall One so much. Maybe I should have went with Owlboy, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Time will tell on that one. But uh, we yeah, also. Oh, I was just thinking that Owlboy was coming out Thursday because most of the release, digital releases and stuff is on Thursday. So yeah, no, no, it is. Not Tuesday. Yeah, it is for the most part. But some stuff, I guess if Owlboy did it, did it like release on other systems too? Like some stuff that like releases on simultaneously with other systems comes out on Tuesday. It might have did it for PS4. I'm not sure, but I'll have to check. But I, I, okay, but I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, but yeah, no, I haven't played, I haven't played Owlboy yet, but it looks cool. But other than that, like this Thursday is a Fee, Faye, F E, that game comes out. I don't know if Ooh. either of you guys are thinking about picking up that because that's an EA game too, right? That's an actual one yeah. that will probably sell more than FIFA. Yeah. Faye, I, w- I, I do want to pick up too. It, I know it's like their EA, like indie kind of thing. Mm. Uh, and I know it didn't get a lot of press since E3, so hopefully uh, it gets some good reviews. But I'm interested now because I was going to get it for Xbox One. Now that it's coming to Switch, I'm gonna get it on the Switch fresh. Yeah, uh, and uh, and I just looked. Uh, Owlboy did release for all systems on Tuesday, so it yeah, released came to PC first. Yeah, it released for uh, PlayStation Four and Xbox One on the same day, so that's probably why it was on a Tuesday. But it's always okay. good when they get a simultaneous release like that, like on the on all. The I systems. love that. It's what it it's, makes, just makes the Switch more legit every time. Well, yeah, it's what the Switch really needs is like getting a release with all the other systems instead of having to wait for ports and all that. But uh, yeah, the Switch tax. Yeah, but the Fey game looks all right. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get into it or not. I might just end up getting that Zeo Drifter, which is like a Metroidvania uh, type game, which I never got it for 3DS, but I kind of wanted to always play it. So, uh, It's hard. 
Is it hard? You played it? it I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Really? Played it first it's hard. It, yeah. Oh man. Like um, in what way? Yeah, I think it was one of it was the one that if you bought it on 3ds, you got the Wii U version for free. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. That kind of that kind of crossplay. Um, stick with it. It's going to kick your tail, and oh. you have to just go with the flow and learn on your because it don't really teach you anything. You just gotta gotta have to learn it, but be patient because it will kick your tail. Oh, well. um, this, but it's a good game. Yeah. Is it one of, does it like uh, have a lot of continue points, or is it a kind of game where like if you mess up, you go way far back? Like, that's always some, important with hard games. It it has some continue points. Normally, if you get to the if you get to the boss and you die, uh, you'll kind of be in front of that boss again and have to refight that whole boss all over. Yeah, but it won't um, like, but don't like put you back like farther back from the boss. Right. No. Uh, yeah. Because no. that's because that's a because that's we, always the worst when you have to like. Yeah. And, uh, well, you did. I haven't made it through yet, <laughs> but. Uh, but I mean, if we can, if we can get through Celeste, we'll try to play. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I'm interested in it, and uh, of the of the Zio. I don't know. I I'm still kind of divided on Faye. I thought it looked really cool, but it's also that one's a twenty dollar number, and uh, I wasn't sure if I was ready to drop twenty bucks on it yet. I'm kind of like waiting to see what their views are on that one. But I'm all about yeah these weird looking games like. Taking a chance with them just because, yeah. You know, when I seen it at e at uh, e3, I was just like, "This looks interesting." It felt original, and it it, it didn't feel like an EA game. Yeah, you know, it felt like it doesn't okay, look, definitely this, look like an this EA is, game, uh, like a professional indie game being made. But it feels like EA hands is not on it, mm. and I they like just that. it, and they're publishing it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's like a company under them that's doing it. Something like that, yeah. It's a no. They're an indie company. Yeah, saying all it says is EA on the on the thing for that. Yeah, no, we'll have to. I don't know. I'm still kind of undecided between the two of them. Maybe I'll figure it out tomorrow. But I'll do. You know, I'll stream it and all that fun stuff. But on Friday, of course, we get Bane out of one and two. Which uh, last week we were, I think we were saying that we thought it was like eighty for the both of them, but apparently on the, sh- uh, from what I saw from people who've already like pre-purchased it and all that, there's like a you get a coupon with it. So if you buy Bayonetta one, it it takes like twenty bucks off of two, and if you buy two, it takes like ten bucks off of a one or whatever. It still ends up to sixty yeah. bucks. Like you just oh, get okay. a coupon that, that works yeah, between the, the both the of them. It's the same deal that they had on uh, the Wii U version. Yeah. Um. So if you I bought it, I would have just got the digital if I'd known that. Right. So yeah, because the digital version, like if you bought it, if you just bought Bayonetta two, it was charging you less. I think it was charging you like fifty dollars, and then if you want a Bayonetta one, it would charge you to the other ten, so that yeah. it equals up sixty, and they'll recognize that you bought which one. Yeah. And so it'll do the it'll do the balance right there. Yeah, it'll automatically uh make it cheaper for you. Yeah, which I didn't yeah. figure that out until uh. And and if you look and if you read into the description of it on the eShop, it'll explain it. Like that's kind of I just went there and looked at it, and it's like, oh yeah, you get it, you get an extra, you get like a discount off of the other one if you bought it. But yeah. see, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'll still be getting Bayonetta one uh, digital anyway. Yeah, because you have to you yeah, get it's, code it's for it, right? Digital. Yeah, unless the limited game runs does a version of it or something. Uh, actually, no, they can't because uh, since it's Nintendo doing it. 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Nintendo is just they're giving you the code. So when you buy Bayonetta two physical copy, they're giving you the code to download Bayonetta one for free. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Bayonetta one is never going to be a physical version unless you own it for three sixty or we or three sixty or PS three. Or Wii U? Or Wii U? Or, or, or the Wii U version, yeah. yeah. There were two right. discs in the Wii U one, because I know, because I got it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a part of my story. Oh, of, had, uh, it, so you, there's a Wii U disc for the first Wii U? Were you bought the first edition of Bayonetta 2? Yeah, I bought Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2 when it came out. On a disc. Yeah, so it had two oh, discs cool. in it. So it had yeah. Bayonetta 1 and 2 on it. So And I played through both of them. But uh, there was a couple, there's a couple things I want to touch on really quick for the news. Uh, I, did you guys see the thing with the uh, My Nintendo, like about how the gold coins like might actually yeah. be worth something now? Yeah. It's going to be like a cent per coin, right? That's what they're going for for that. I know it's not going to happen till March, but I was kind of excited because I got like $30 worth of uh, money in there of, of golden coins because, yeah. you know, I buy a lot of... I buy a lot of games, so I have a lot of coins that I don't do anything with on my Nintendo. So I was kind of excited, excited about that, about seeing it, you know, being yeah. on there. I think it's cool for a lot of people who are doing a lot of digital purchases and being rewarded that way with some money back. I think it's really cool for them for Nintendo to get back into it. It's not the same as uh, the Nintendo Club thing, but. I'll take it. I'll take whatever they offer yeah. to get for yeah. to get free games. Well, yeah, I'm happy. Well, I they just used want to be able to spend these coins. Well, you, if you guys remember when the Wii U first came out, there was something kind of like that, where if you spend a certain amount of money, you get like money back. Do you remember that? Where they'd give you like yeah. a free five dollars every once in a while. Like I did that, and I got a bunch of like I think I got Tetris. I got Tetris on Game Boy for free out of that, like because they because they like put it on my eShop and then I downloaded it off the eShop on the 3DS. So, you know, you were able to get, like, smaller games or, like, discounts and all that. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're finally doing something Switch-related with the with the My Nintendo because, you know, it's been nothing. It's just been, like, free, you know, you get a free 3DS or Wii U game. And it's like, come on, man. There's a bunch of bunch of Switch stuff. Like, do, uh, do a Switch thing. And I like the idea of you getting money back and being able to get discounts or get, you know. That's like a that's like a couple free games for me, you know, like for thirty bucks back. So I'm excited. Yeah, about that. them doing that on the Wii U. I did totally do that. I did have a like it just happened for the first couple of months I had it, but I, I got a couple of eShop games exclusively from my points that I got added back or the yeah. yeah did yeah, you get they, a, just put, just, they just put like points on your eShop. Yeah, account is what they did. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. I was gonna and say people did... were just like, "Oh, I got money." <laughs> people were starting buying games. They had completely mm-hmm. forgot all about it. Oh, yeah. before it got discontinued. Because didn't didn't you get a uh, Smash Brothers in that way, Jeremy? Like, didn't you? Isn't mm-hmm. that part of how you got the uh, digital version of Smash Brothers? Yeah, it was a lot cheaper that way. Then I ended up getting New Super Mario Brothers two for free because of Club Nintendo. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the very, I think it was the very last reward I got from them. New Super Mario Brothers two. I think I got, yeah. uh, what was the last thing I got? I got the Mario Party game, <laughs> the Mario Party Island Tour or whatever. Cause I had like every other game that they were offering. And I'm like, I'll take this one. It's okay. It's no, it's no top 100, but you know, what is? But, uh, there's, uh, there were a couple other things. Uh, The Blob got announced for Switch, which is crazy. Yes. Like, there's a game that I haven't heard shit about That's in a long cool. time. I mean, I think I still have The Blob on the Wii. I, I to, do. I have it. Yeah, my roommate Conan, I think, bought, bought that for me. Yeah, no, it's it's a cool game. Like it has a it it has like, like that soundtrack where like depending on what you do, like the soundtrack kind of changes a little bit. I always like games like yeah. that. You know, like kind of like when you get Yoshi and they add the toms to the to the song. It's kind of like that, but more. I know that that old Moon game did that on a. You could get it. A, it was a WiiWare game, but it was originally a Game Boy Advance game. Did the same thing. That game was a lot of fun. But yeah, they they announced that that's on there. That's super cool. Isn't there? Was it a rumor or not? Like about the uh, thing with the uh, Metro. 
with the Metroid developers. I think we're definitely going to mention that. That's At least about that. It's a uh, Bando. Here. Bandai Namco is that is that an actual yeah. thing or is that rumor still? Uh, no, it's right now. It's a rumor still. Yeah, I thought uh, it was a rumor. Gamer is they're re- they're reporting it, saying that it's ne- Bandai Namco, but it's still just a rumor. You know, it, there's no confirmation of it. Uh, N- of Nintendo it hasn't yet. commented on it. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh yeah. So they're basically and the, and it's supposedly people who do, were developing that Star Wars game, right? The twelve twelve. Yeah, the CD yeah. underbelly, whatever. I watched some of that demo video. I know Jeremy said that he was watching it, and uh, you know, it looks it looks way too uncharted for me. Like I kind of don't want to. <laughs> I don't want Metroid to be uncharted. I don't want to like hide and shoot and climb. You know that kind of. I know a lot of people like those games, but they kind of bored me. Like to the. What did well, you say? It was Metroid or Unveiny or uh, Untroid. That's what it is. It's very. It makes it very Untroid, right? <laughs> well, yeah. We was me and Corey was talking about on Power Block that they probably got some people from Retro uh, helping some of the developers if it's at Bandai Namco and how they created the game and how to design it and how it, how to make it feel like a prime game. So, uh, that's what we think probably is happening right now. If Bandai Namco is developing the game. I mean, if they want to do some sort of cool third-person shooter thing, it might be all right. I just don't like, I don't know. I just got tired of Uncharted because I felt like a lot of it was the same. Like it was like maybe that'll be our PUBG. Like, It'll be Met G. Oh no, no! <laughs> they already tried like a multiplayer game. Even though I like Federation Force just because of what it was, and I kind of wish it would get re-released later when everybody's not mad about it, so people actually play it because I think it's fun. But yeah, no, I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of what we have for that. They could reuse the the engine from Zelda for a multiplayer online game. That would be so cool. Oh yeah, no, I wish I, I, we mentioned that before in previous podcasts that, that we wish that they would do some sort of multiplayer Zelda thing, but with the Breath of the Wild didn't, engine. Like, didn't uh, cool. Nintendo reps say that to us at uh, MGC? Uh, he said uh, he said he that said they were going to do the same sort of approach for other franchises. Is what he said, like the yeah. open world uh, where you can get you know where you kind of just drop you and you just go find stuff. Like they said, they were yeah. planning on using that same sort of thing for other for other games. So I don't know if that means Metroid. That's what I thought maybe, but it's also like you know you could say Odyssey was kind of like that too. Yeah. But uh, as far as I know, that's uh, that's all the news news that I heard about for the week. Is there anything that I forgot? Um, THQ. A Nordic brought Koch Media, which is owner of Deep Silver. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Uh, the, those old THQ games that got sold off to Deep Silver, they're back now at THQ Nordic. Oh, okay. So what, like, um, is that the, uh, what's so it called? So, Felicia um... with, like, Saints Row and uh, Red Fraction. and oh. uh, What's the end uh, of the world game that I played through? Darksiders? Is that Dark is that, do they have it then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all is all back under THQ Nordic now. Nice. Well, that's cool. So maybe they'll re-release some of that stuff on Switch. I actually live in the uh, town where Volition is based. Volition. Oh, nice. And yeah, Champagne. It's like right by old job. Cool. And maybe that's why the uh, the blob is coming out for Switch because they announced it for Xbox One, PS4. Yeah. Because um, yeah, that was a they, that was a THQ oh, thing too, right? The blob. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, Interesting. That remaster coming to Switch, like THQ Nordic, should have uh, they should have included the Switch when they announced it for PS4, Xbox One because yeah. it was just a Wii game when it, it originally came out. Yeah, there were two of them, to Blob One and Two. I only played one, but I'll play it again. I'd, I'd play a Switch yeah. version of it, even though I do think I still have the Wii version. But it had some weird waggle in it, and I'm fine with that not being in there, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, let's take a break and then let's talk about uh, Umber Witches and stuff. 
All right. All right, cool. hour here with uh with bayonetta one and two Dun. see how i uh brought that around what is it that they yell whenever you die in that game this is like the something has passed you know what i'm talking about maybe you guys maybe you guys never died but uh or is it the shadow is past <laughs> i think is what it says <laughs> or the shadow remains past i think is what it says when you die But yeah, Bayonetta. Uh, you guys have played. Well, I know Jeremy's played Bayonetta one. You you played both of them, Ed. I played some of one and I finished two. Yeah, uh, two is right. yeah. Yeah, I remember before we started, and I know that you and you and Corey had done uh, did pod and play and reviews and stuff like that for the for the Pow Block. But yeah, I wanted to have somebody on who knew about Bayonetta too. But uh, I beat it. I beat the whole thing like a couple nights ago, which is pretty cool. Like I was like. Uh, I didn't know how far I was in the game, but I was like, I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to Twitch play this until I get through it. And it was like so intense that the, uh, that my capture device like crashed in the middle of the playthrough. So, oh no. I mean, it didn't break. It, it's just like the, um, not the device, but the program, the program crashed and I lost like two hours of the footage, which sucks, but oh. it didn't break. It just, it just, uh, and it's the first time it's ever died like that on any, on any game. So I was like, it must be Bayonetta, right? Cause that game's so insane. But I did, uh, but I did get like the last like hour and a half of it and I did put it on YouTube and all that. But yeah, I sat down, I was at like chapter nine and I just played all the way through the last, the last game and the last of the game. And it was pretty cool. Like I was like awesome yeah i just totally beat it and that's why i was like i'm just gonna sit down and beat the rest of this game and i think my clock i think it clocked in at about like 15 hours like in the total but it's the type of game that's like it wants you to like play it over and over again unless you want you like you know you can start again on a higher difficulty and then you get another one after that and like as you go you like can buy new moves and new costumes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i heard that on this new one you'll be able to scan multiple amiibo on it and have extra costumes for that that's what i heard Plus, there's a plus. There's an online mode where you can play like a two-player thing with Gene, which I never played because nobody else got Bayonetta two other than me that I knew. But uh, on the Switch, like maybe some people actually be playing that, so that'll be cool. But yeah, that comes out on Friday. That's why we wanted to do this big thing about it. Uh, for me, I bought a I bought Bayonetta two at launch, and I and had never played either of them, so I played all of Bayonetta one. Like I just I bought both of them, and I bought Bayonetta, and I played through all Bayonetta one. And then by the time I got to two, I was kind of tired of Bayonetta, so I put Bayonetta two on a shelf for a while. And I didn't beat it until like recently, so it, like kind of like <laughs> I waited on it for like three years before I finally got it. And finally got to go wow. do it all the way, but it's a you know like it's it's an awesome game. Like I like Bayonetta one also. I just you know I just played through the whole game and then I started playing some of two, and I'm kind of like you know I've been playing the same game for a while. I needed to take a break, so I, that's kind of what happened with it originally. But yeah, it's a, from playing it the other night. It's it's super fun and everything. Like all the levels are basically or the chapter parts are all kind of based on uh you know how well you fight and all that so like if you if you die like you get you miss points for dying and don't you also lose points for using using items too as well like some of those yeah. lollipops and all that yeah so there is a ranking system that you get in the bed of the games and 
depending on how quick you beat them, uh, with the, the the damage that you take or items that you use, that affects what that uh, rank is going to be. Yeah, no, I I, so. I forgot my original nickname at the beginning. I was going to call myself uh, Trey Stone Trophy Johnson because <laughs> I, <laughs> I would get that stone trophy so many times with that one. What's that guy's name? Like the guy who's like always like falling down and stuff. There's like a picture of him falling down. It's the stone oh, trophy. Uh, I forget uh, all the names of the different characters. He's he's like the uh, he, he is though. He like constantly yeah, he like constantly fucks up. Like in the you know, he's like always crashing cars and planes and stuff and all that. But yeah, he's like your the uh, Joe Pesci. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's uh yeah. Is that Lu- Luca? No, Luca is the kind of and band of the two, he's like the cowboy looking one. Yeah, the guy and, has some um, raids. Band of the one, he's the dude that uh, lost his dad as a kid. He wears all those crazy scars and stuff. Yeah, uh, he knows about Bayonetta, but can't see him because of there are two different worlds. Yeah, do you? And two, he, two. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about Enzo. Yeah, Enzo's the Joe Pesci one. Uh, yeah, with Enzo's the, the guy in that little hat. He's the guy that you um, get when you get the worst score on every level is Enzo. That's what I'm talking yeah. about the stone the stone trophy. That's uh that was mine. Okay. Yeah. Um be effing believable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cuss words in that and the uh, bayonetta too as well. Like I noticed that as I was playing it last night, where they say fuck a lot. I'm like, Oh yeah. And Nintendo like totally produced this, which is pretty awesome. Like uh that kinda came out of nowhere. Like I remember hearing about that like for the Wii U just being like, Okay. You know, I did, never expected that because I know that Sega, like, they weren't planning on producing another one. They weren't because I guess they didn't sell enough for the first one. And Platinum's always well, kind of had a hit history of that. This is this is the weird story. So Platinum Games, who are the developers of Bayonetta One and Two, of course, they sold a million copies between PlayStation One and uh, no PlayStation Three and Three, Xbox yeah. Three Hundred and Sixty. So they sold enough copies. But Sega didn't want to put the money in for part two. For another one. So yeah. Nintendo stepped in and funded everything for uh, Bayonetta 2. Even though they sold one million copies, yeah. Sega did not want to uh, put the money up. Mm-hmm. That sounds like Sega a Sega. didn't have the money. <laughs> say, that sounds like a Sega choice because they always seem to make weird choices about their about their properties. Yeah, maybe I, I figured that maybe one million wasn't enough for them, or like maybe I don't know. I don't, I'm sure they had their reasons, but I don't know. Do you even know? Do you guys know like what the sales were on Wii U for Bayonetta? Because I felt like I, I don't know. Think I think it was kind of low. Uh, forty-seven thousand. No, two hundred some thousand copies. I think. Uh, was sold on Wii U. It uh, and cause I know it did okay for being on one system. And uh, since it, since it was only going to be on Nintendo, if you wanted to play the game, you only you had to buy it on Nintendo. Yeah, on Nintendo's console. Well, I mean, so, they they produced it, so it became an exclusive, which is. Which yeah. was such a crazy move for Nintendo. Like, well, I guess they wanted, you know, for a while they've been wanting, like, and especially with the Switch, they want people to know them as more of a mature company, you know. Does it remind you a little bit of, uh, and not as uh, toilet humory, but like a ba- Conker's Bad for a Day when they, like, went all in on mature content to, <laughs> well, to like, rare. more of a crowd? What, like, yeah. The, yeah. the Sunflowers? Well, that was, yeah, the, I mean, Nintendo was totally, like, into that, too, you know, like, having that mature game on their console back in the nintendo 64 days because they were like all you know n64 is for kids 
Yeah. It's all kitty games. Well, I know, like, for the Which Switch, like, but... well, for the Switch a lot, they were like, I'm sure they did that with Doom, where they're like, here, we'll pay you whatever you need to put Doom on here. You know, they were, they were like searching out, like, mature titles. We and need all some that. blood and guts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think that part was like, kind of a, a marketing deal on Nintendo. Just like, look, we got this system. If you bring your platform to us, we'll do some marketing, but we promise that you guys will get good sales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're guaranteed on the Switch to get good sales this time around. Well, that's I, yeah. I think I think that's definitely why they're re-releasing Bayonetta 1 and 2 because I don't... Well, I mean, 1, whatever. But really re-releasing 2 because I feel like they probably thought that it needed more of an audience than it actually got. And it is, like, a really good game. Like, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a shitload of fun to play. Like, it's... A, it's, it works very much like we did an episode about Wonderful 101. Our episode 101 was about 101. But uh, did you ever play that one, Ed? It's like very much yes. like Bayonetta. It's like the same same setup of the levels, you know, like where you get the score for like all the different parts and there's hidden parts that you can find and all that. But it's the same sort of thing where you like uh, dodge the character. You know, there's even a witch time in that as well. But yeah, Bayonetta's ba- the basic the basis of it is like you can dodge at a certain time and everything slows down and, you know, you do different combos with your feet and your arms and you unlock different weapons as you go. I was just, it's kind of hard to explain as what the game is, but uh, it's a, it's a, Third yeah, you said it's a Devil May Cry beat, type ac- thing, action right? yeah. beat 'em up. Uh, yeah. So if you think of Devil May Cry mm-hmm. or kind of Ninja Gaiden for 360 for Xbox, yeah, I was gonna say or like Xbox. Ninja Gaiden. Right? So if yeah. you think of that kind of action game, that's what Bayonetta is. Yeah, except it's really, really good at it. And did the yes. same guy that did Devil May Cry create Devil May yeah. Cry created a Bayonetta? Right. Yeah, Hideki uh, Kamiya. So he yeah. is well, he. He didn't create Bayonetta. Someone else did. He directed the first game. Okay. But yeah, it's the battle system. Yeah, Hideki Kamiya. Devil May Cry from when yeah. I did. I've never played DMC. I played like a. I know I played a demo of it at once, and I think it was when it was rebooted on I the played 360. A, like it was all yeah. new again or whatever. Yeah, I played, I played the, that I played demo, the PS3 one that. of that. Yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry 4, was that it? I don't know. I never really. I played those games. I never really liked them. I honestly never really got into the action games until. Bayonetta, but Bayonetta was kind of more like was kind of more my speed, you know. They had like the weird angels that you kill, and like it's all like witch stuff and magic and all that. I'm more into that than the uh, boss battles know. are so cool. In yeah. The first Bayonetta, I haven't played two, but I imagine they're awesome there too. Well, I was gonna say yeah, Bayonetta two was basically like let's take everything from one and just like make it way crazier. Like even the demo of Bayonetta two is insane. Like you're fighting on a on a ship that's like oh, going right. in between buildings like and all that. Yeah. If you've you're ever like, been playing, playing that, right. yeah. yeah. And that when that demo came out, Platinum got so much love. Yeah, like yeah. they they could not like and I even I even said something to Platinum on Twitter and said that, you know, I look forward to your game. I'm buying it. Um I'm replaying this game uh to get platinums and they were just like, Yeah, go ahead. Uh do your best to perfect it. Like Platinum was so shocked that people had downloaded so much they were kind of confused on why the sales weren't big but mm-hmm. it was just like everything that they every review that they seen a band of the two and every purchase that they seen and people talking about it platinum was so happy they were just like it was worth the way of you know of getting the, this game exclusive on wii u and just seeing people talk about it for days yeah 
No, yeah, people were really in love with it. They were talking talking like game of the year and all that for it, and mm-hmm. like super super into it. And I understand, like I, I get it. Like it's a uh, you know it's one of those games that's just really fun to be good at. You know, you could if you're good enough, you could probably go through the whole game without getting hit, like from constantly like doing the you know doing the dodge uh, witch time stuff and all that. Yes, you could you could totally do it. And there's even challenges in the game where you have to do that, where it's like. Uh, you know, when you find those little small challenges, one of them is like, you know, beat like these five guys without getting hit and like stuff like yes. that, or like without taking damage. And and in that one, there's sort of like a there's sort of like a, a new game plus type of thing, right? Where you can like unlock more, buy more stuff from the from the uh, gates of hell, right? As you go, yeah. Because some of that yeah. stuff is so expensive. Where I'm like, how am I ever going to have enough money for that? Because there's like there's a special platinum suit that's like all nines. That's like nine 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 nine. I just unlocked. Oh, I didn't get it, but I unlocked the chance to buy it I, from from the last playthrough. But yeah, there's a weird. You go through a portal and you meet that that one guy, the bald guy with the tattoos on his face. Roda. That's like what is his name? Roda. Roda. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's weird because it's R O D I N, so you think Rodin? Yeah, yeah, Rodin. That's Rodin what I saw. in the yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, Rodin. And uh, is it? It's just the first one where you collect the records, right? Where you collect the pieces of the records that they put together in Gates of Hell. It's in or, both of them. Oh, okay. You collect records in the second one too. Okay, because like you would have to take them to him to put them together, right? I think that's only in the first one. Yeah, and you just get him as whole records in the in the second one. Yeah, yeah, but there's extra stuff you can find. And in the game, and that's where you buy, you can buy like extra moves and whatnot. You know, there was a move that I bought on there where you just like hold the dodge button and you just like do like a break dance thing and just shoot people with your with your uh, boots, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, with the guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So yeah, in it, it Bayonetta two, they offer different weapons in this game that you could uh, put on your shoes or your hands and you can switch them up uh and sometimes depending on what weapon you got on they will affect the way that you move and fight like uh bayonetta 2 you got chainsaws in the game so if you put the chainsaws on your feet you get to move faster so it looks like you're skating oh i never got the chainsaws yeah so uh i need to go back and get those those uh, you could do that and then you could have of course your fist or you could have a whip or axe or whatever you could do different stuff katanas and stuff with them being on your feet or being on your hands and stuff mm-hmm. so depending on when you're doing your combo moves uh those extra attacks with that weapon if you learn them correctly you'll get more points and be able to kill enemies faster yeah there's like pauses too in there there's like some levels where it's like or some moves where it's like a kick, kick, pause for a second, and then do more kicks. There's a little, like, yeah. uh, as it loads, there's a little, like, loading thing where you can kind of run around and do your moves and get an idea of it. And wasn't there some sort of, like, touchscreen thing as well in the Wii U version? Which I never yes. I never so, used any of that. But, yeah, you could, like... Yeah, so if you wanted, if you feel like you couldn't do the button combos, like, being a little bit more professional, uh, but you wanted to make it easier, just be a casual player, you would be able to tap on the enemy, and Bayonetta would do combos and stuff on it. So yeah. it made it easier for everyone to play. <laughs> yeah. What's the fun of that? Then you're not actually doing any combos. But I guess if you were too young to figure that out and you still want to play through it, it's an interesting thing. Do you think that'll be there in some way on the Switch? Probably not. Like, in handheld uh, mode? For the handheld mode, yeah, I think it will be. Because all you got to do is just touch it. So, yeah. And normally, if you're going to play it on the TV, you're going to use the control pad for it. Yeah, for sure. The um in Bayonetta one, the one that when they pack repackaged it with Bayonetta two, you could get all those extra costumes and stuff, which was always interesting. Yes. Like I think I played through it as a 
this peach because you know like how you do like the umbran uh like the main character in bayonetta she does like these summons where she brings this da- dragon thing like out of her hair pretty much mm-hmm. and if you play as the peach version the dragon is bowser which is pretty which is pretty awesome so like he'll come through and then do shit so i thought that was really neat like you know because some of the some of the combos that you do ends with like a giant kick or a giant punch like with the from the monster and it's yeah. like bowser's foot like that comes through you'll see like his arm with the with like the you know the studded things on his arm and all that and it's like that's cool so that was really fun for me to play through it the second time to do or to play through the first one on the nintendo one i did it with the uh with the peach suit so i could do all the bowser stuff which is yeah. cool and hopefully they can do that with the because like i said i heard you can un- unlock more costumes for it with amiibo and all that in the new in the switch version so hopefully you can do the koopa thing again because that's super fun yeah i, I wonder if they're gonna still have the police cop in too because uh, they're shoot, they had a bayonetta one where she's in the police cop on the Wii U version, but I never got a chance to get it. Yeah, I didn't unlock any of the I didn't unlock any of the uh, costumes and stuff because I was trying to just get the extra moves. But I didn't play through it multiple times. You played through it multiple times, right? Yeah, I played the game. I did it on normal on two, and then I did all hard, and then I did it all easy. Yeah, it's just we played everything. And I I think I ended up being Bayonetta two about like seven times. Oh wow! Well, wow. That, that's probably why yeah, it broke because you wore it out, right? <laughs> Even though yeah, it should have broken. Yeah, and, yeah. That, it, it got so good that I'm like I can't play nothing else. <laughs> oh wow! Like it was it was so good. Everything that I tried to play wasn't as fun as Bayonetta. I literally just like I'm back on my Wii U playing Bayonetta. Well, what was your, I mean, what are like your favorite, some of your favorite parts of the game then? Since, I mean, you know better than any of us because you played it seven <laughs> times. Um, For Bayonetta 2, a lot of it is uh, just Luca getting hit and like the comedy and the cutscenes. Uh, like there's one part where uh, <laughs> um, these demons are coming and <laughs> Bayonetta kicks Luca up in the air to get him out the way so she can fight. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I remember that. It's hilarious. Another one is if you got your, if you got Fox McCloud's costume on Bayonetta, where you're on the plane about to get to the last area. Yeah, yeah, it turns into our wing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was, I thought that was fun. Just learning the combos and everything. Like I said, the chainsaw on on my feet and the whips on my hand were like my best combo uh, to use and stuff. And also, it just looks beautiful. Yeah, it does look really good. Like from Bayonetta 1, Bayonetta 1 looks drab. If you look at his color palette, you're just like, oh, this looks just brown and horrible yeah it was like, it was made in that time when it was like let's make every game brown yeah i remember that where it's like brown it looks realistic dark and gritty yeah <laughs> yeah and and it made and it looks a just a, a mess like like mud <laughs> like, yeah. like they threw vaseline all on it and i'm just like oh this is horrible and then you look at bayonetta 2 you see the rich colors of the blues and mm-hmm. just the environments and how fast this thing is running and just seeing all these big things happening on the wii u at a 30 I, I thought it was 60 frames per second but at a 30 frames per second like there was no drops in this game everything was consistent and i'm like just sitting there like how the heck did they get this thing to run this good on this system well, like it was yeah. mind-blowing 
Well, they probably had uh, Nintendo's help on it too, which that always yeah. definitely adds a lot to it. I know I saw people play it, saying on site uh, online that it doesn't run that well, but I just like I said, I just played it a couple of days ago, and I'm like, this game looks fucking awesome. Like I didn't notice any sort of like frame rate hitches or anything like that. I thought it was buttery smooth like the whole way through, and like I, you know, I didn't. I thought everything looked awesome on it, you know. And it's I don't expect it to look much different on the Switch, but it might be, you know, might be a little bit faster or whatever. I mean, it's been like four years since it's released, so I'm sure yeah. they can add some more to it. But yeah, it makes me want to. I mean, I already like I can't really bring myself to buy the Switch version again, but I definitely want to play more of the. I mean, play the second one again to try to get because I never I never got the uh, chains. Sauce. I think I ended it with the whips and the katanas on the feet because I don't think I only got like four or five weapons, but I'm sure there's more as as you you know the more the more you go through it. And I want to see like the yeah. different outfits as well because I, I didn't get the Star Fox one. Then I knew the R wing was in there somewhere, but I figured it was it was that sh- that it was that um plane at the end of the game. Yeah, and it's, it's cool. oh go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say there's a. There's also like these mechs that you get, which you see at the beginning, and you also get it at the end. But uh, that that kind of remind me of the mechs from like Final Fantasy VI, like that you get to walk around on and, and fight yeah. people with. Those are pretty dope. This is what I was yeah. gonna meant. What were you gonna say? Um, I I pretty much was just gonna say, um, the cutscenes in two was just like mind blowing good. Uh, when you're fighting the uh the Max Man, that's that's coming to get you, and uh. Um, he has like this kind of bow or staff. Yeah, he has, the, he has like the, the it, two blade, yeah. yeah, the two side blade thing. Yeah. And him and Bayonetta are just fighting. Like uh, Bayonetta's hitting it with her sh- with her shoes, with her feet, and then just that staff going. Just like this is action packed. Like they studied some like martial arts movies with good kung fu. Yeah, they do uh, some really good like choreography. Like, it's so good in Bayonetta two. Yes, I and it's a yeah. I noticed that that there's a the choreography is pretty good. Like yeah, when the cutscenes where they fight each other, it's like mm-hmm. they show where it's missing, like just by like a hair, you know, like a millimeter. Like he'll like swipe his uh, staff blade like right past her face, and it'll show that it like barely misses her nose and stuff like that. Like they make sure to point out stuff like that. But there's also yeah. like some some major uh, major pervy camera angles in the game as well. Because like the very beginning of it, like kind of like goes gratuitous. like goes like right <laughs> down her chest and like through her legs and all that. It's kind of like uh-huh. oh, okay, <laughs> it's yeah. like uh, that, that's yeah. kind of in the first one when yeah. uh, when she's reading the Bible to Rod- Rodan and then all the like she just in the air. And all the edges come out, and then you you think something's like something like really passionate or really dramatic is gonna happen, and it feels like comedy because she starts kicking the angels and everything. Oh, yeah. and it's just like, <laughs> what is this twenty minute cutscene? And it's just yeah. balls out funny. And then when her uh when her outfits get like hit or something, she's like, ah uh, ah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says it's too bad. And then she's like, oh, wow. Isn't her her outfit's made out of her hair, right? Isn't that it? Like, yeah. Yeah, because it disappears so she's, when she's she uh, does the like, umbrella and whatever. Yeah. Because yes. they even did that in, uh, they, they even did that in um, the um, Smash Brothers as her, like when she did her like special move or whatever it would do. Mm-hmm. Or like disappear, which is funny. Yeah, right. And then yeah, those super moves where that destroy the bosses. At least in the first one, they're always like her hair coming out of a weird dimension. Yeah, yeah it's it would the like, same thing in part two. 
Yeah, awesome. she'll like do yeah. a pose uh, and then like her the clothes button, disappear uh, in it. Yeah. Tank button, yeah, to uh like build it up and then they'll like eat or punch or kick or something. Um Yeah, there were like torture got- moves in the second one where you can like you can like kick a guy into an Iron Maiden or there's like one where you can drop like the guillotine on a dude and you hit the you like yeah, you'll hit a button or like rotate the the um analog stick to like get the ultimate max umbrin or whatever. But yeah, this is uh, all sorts of It's cool a little bit shit. like God of War in that regard, huh? It is kinda yeah. it is kinda like God of War actually, except like less angry. <laughs> it's less like <laughs> Ares, you know, and all that stuff. <laughs> I kinda like her design in two over one, and it's very weird because in Bayonetta two, Jean, uh, she has short hair. Oh, and in now Bayonetta switched, two, yeah. uh, Bayonetta one, she has short hair. Bayonetta one, she has long hair, and she looks beautiful. Like she don't even have the glasses. Like she looks better. Mm. Or like, uh, and then in Bayonetta, Bayonetta herself. Like her hair just makes her look like. Ugh. Did you see her character design design the bayonetta too? And I was just like, that's bayonetta right there. Like it yeah. fits. It, like that. Those both those two characters in part two look vastly improved in the first one. Mm. I liked I liked her with her long hair, and she has like the big uh, beehive thing almost at the top. Yeah. I kind of like that. <laughs> I kind of like that outfit more than short Man, hair. I'm but she excited definitely... to play these games. Happy but... getting them tomorrow. Yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. If uh, you were, if you're getting them digitally, you could play them in uh, less than 24 hours. And, uh, yeah, I know. Now, were you guys? Did you read on about people talking about Bayonetta's not a feminist and all of this women and gays and all this uh, crazy like sex, sexy, sexy stuff? And it was just and every because everybody was just like it's a fictional video game, I and this game yeah. and this character was created by a woman. So like, and she was in charge of like all uh, most of the production and everything. So. How it like it was like it was very weird when that game came out and this whole women discussion came up and people were talking about it and a lot of female players besides like Anita Sarcassian or anything a lot of female players who were playing band that were just like this game is fun I don't yeah. care about the feminist mm-hmm. or sexist stuff. People trying to make this game out to be. She's I just a bayonet. Is just like a badass, like through and through. Right. She doesn't and, really. And, I mean, she like does stuff where she like uh, she like does where she like kisses the invisible wall and destroys it and stuff like that. I thought that was funny, but I never didn't never really thought like it was overly sexual or anything like that. She's not like I don't know, like not that I noticed. I mean, aside from the camera angles and stuff like that, which are kind of pervy, but but she but but her her herself but, isn't really like overly sexual, like the way she interacts mm-hmm. with people and that type of thing you know she's just it, a, she's just a badass and her and she like her outfits like totally covering everything except for like her back you know it's right like a, and people were just like okay you as the writer per, you the person as the, the complaining and stuff just using it as example like the people who was talking about those stories that's like no you're focused on the sexualization we're focusing mm-hmm. on the action and the high score like and Platinum was seeing people, like I said, Platinum was seeing people talking about the action and the fun that people were having. And like, even like the theme music, people was doing covers and singing and stuff. Like, people were talking oh, yeah. so much stuff, like, so much positive stuff about Bayonetta. They were never focusing on the sexual stuff. If if they, if it was being sexual, it was just like, we seen more than this. Like, this is not sexual. Like, 
like okay so she so she does a bus shot okay that's fine she just kicked the angel like 55 feet in the air you're not concerned about her ki- uh, a- a- angel being kicked or 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 like kill? yeah don't 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 you want to see those glutes that just did that super kick <laughs> right yeah right. i mean she works out Right. It's just yeah, like I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to come up any time when women are depicted in this sexy way. I don't know. If that's what you want to call it, but like, uh, yeah, a well, sexualized and, way in games. Like, there's going to be a conversation about it. I think it's always going to be a thing. And I think a lot of people feel that well, they're using the, her sexual appeal or something to sell the gay. Um, right. Seven hundred, seven hundred thousand people downloaded the demo. It, it and it wasn't a like people. People was talking. I still have the demo takes still on my Wii U. Yeah, I mean, I still so, have it too. I'm sure. I mean, I, I don't really. I mean, I might have deleted. I, I don't know. I might delete it because I might have not had space at that time. But I have a hard drive oh. on mine now, so it's plenty of space. But yet, I mean, they did like Nintendo when they did uh advertise for. Bayonetta 2, didn't they involve Playboy with it at one point, though? Like, I do remember that, like, in their actual, like, ad no, campaign. Not, 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 no, uh, no, not Nintendo. No, they did. Uh, they, they put it on NBC. I remember people talking about it. Like, that was, uh, it was, uh, like, the, they, it was, uh, they had Playboy models, like, not nude, obviously, but do, like, a Bayonetta ad for it. Like, seriously, um, look it up. I have to look it, I have to look it up. I haven't heard anything about that. I only think I know that Tomb Raider did it. When it kind of when it first came out, they did a Playboy like ad for it, but not for Bayonetta. I don't remember. Yeah, it's on. I see it right here. It's on. Yeah, an N- Nintendo Partners. Oh, yeah, uh, 2014 uh, Nintendo Today. Nintendo Partners with Playboy to promote Bayonetta two. So it was it was the thing. Oh, okay. Well, it might. It, yeah, they well. did. They did a photo shoot with uh, Playmates dressed as Bayonetta. That's pretty much what they did. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I do remember I, that being, which I thought that was. It's like, wow, Playboy and Nintendo. Who who, who would have known? It, it might, and it might have been from Platinum too, because uh, that might be in Platinum's marketing uh, with Nintendo because of them of them developing the game. Like it, like a lot of people got to realize that Bayonetta is not a Nintendo IP. Uh, well, Nintendo kinda... <laughs> just have the exclusivity to. Bring that game to their system because they're paying they've been for it. Paying yeah. for it. Uh-huh. I was gonna say it, it kind of is now, though. Uh, the right? game, w- the game <laughs> wouldn't be happening if Nintendo wasn't putting right. a bunch of money. Yeah, I'm gonna say it might as well be an IP now, right? Because uh, they, I mean, yeah, they're putting all the money behind it, and Bayonetta Two is never going to be on another system, right? I mean, and, and now Smash Brothers, but I guess Cloud is too. So that yeah, well, and now Bayonetta Three will be, you know, won't be on another system either. And you guys, Nintendo's paying for it again. Well, you guys remember a lot mm-hmm. of people, like a lot of people who are anti Nintendo, like flipping out about Bayonetta two. Like I remember that because they were oh, pissed yeah. that it was not on PlayStation three or three sixty. Like I remember that being a big deal. And it's like, come on, man! Like the Wii U is kind of struggling right now. Can they at least have this? Like, uh, why well, you got to bitch about it? You know, it's like well, that's how, how well, I kind of felt. Blame, yeah. blame Sega. Yeah, blame Sega, right? <laughs> yeah, blame them for everything. And and the thing about Microsoft it just... and Sony could have done the same thing. And 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 that was what I was about to get to. Why didn't Sega? I mean, why did it uh, play Sony or Microsoft snag that IP, get an exclusive exclusive deal? 
So, you know, they get they have more money than Nintendo. Even though Nintendo well, was banking like crazy. I mean, they, Nintendo um, still has like a lot of money in the bank. I think they're, Nintendo's they're, got more in the bank. Yeah, they're no they're no, by no means just because they had one system that didn't sell as much as they expected. They still have like a shitload of money. Oh shoot, Nintendo. You know? A lot of people don't realize like just because one system is not selling well, Nintendo is making way more bank. If you don't yeah, a lot of people don't know about the cafes and stuff in Japan that they have, some of the merchandising that they have. Well, they also, um, yeah, they're good at saving as well. Like, they have a lot of money saved. Being a company that's over 100 years old, like... Well, they would have right. to, like... They, they would, got old world money. They would have to have, like, six systems, like, ultimately fail. Yeah. Or, like, you know, something like... Like, a lot of them would have to fail for them to actually be in trouble. You know, it's not really... Right. You know. And Nintendo know Nintendo knows the business. You know, just because we you didn't sell isn't the same as PlayStation Four being the system the whole majority of Sony up. Mm-hmm. Because when that's crazy when you yeah your system is selling, but that's the only thing that's holding up your company. So your movie production is not doing good. Your music company is not doing good. Of uh, of one video game system is holding up your company, that's that's more concerning than one system not selling. Mm-hmm. When you know good and well, you got other avenues that's making you profit for your business. Sure. So, well, yeah, Bayonetta. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. We can get a. Can, say, let's not forget about yeah. What, we can sidetrack. We're talking about kind of going back over to the the Playboy model thing. Like that's nothing compared to you know like Nintendo's. You know, early ventures and like oh, the, their love, the their love, love hotels. hotels and, <laughs> yeah, people know, forget like, forget been, about they've that. They've been involved in seedy stuff, like way seedier stuff. Yeah, people forget the about the about the love hotels in Japan and all that from from way before. But I mean, it was that was part of like what we were saying before about Nintendo just trying to like have more of a mature appeal with their games, and you know, and they're mm-hmm. like, why not we why don't we hire a model to dress up as our main character and like sell it like that? You know, that, right. Uh, more more power to them, you know. They're just they're trying to get Wii U's off the off the shelves, like you know. And uh, it's press. I mean, it's yeah. a it's another it's a magazine that they're cross promoting with. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of there's some good articles that come out of Playboy. Yeah, it was probably good for her career too. You know, like bringing her back because she had been in the magazine or whatever, and for Bayonetta or the, for exposure. the model. Yeah, but I'm saying it gives the model more exposure having the other right. job. But, Maybe a a crowd that wouldn't have seen her before. Yeah, because a lot of people don't cross uh, uh cosplay as Bayonetta. I would kind of like to see more of that on in pictures that people cosplay as. I think I'm she's sure. a great. Yeah, that'd be great. Also. It's kind of a difficult. I mean, it's with all that fringe and stuff. It's probably difficult mm-hmm. to do. I mean, I don't know. I've seen crazy cosplays. They they can do anything. I'm sure you'll see it at some point. The uh, the sale. I think- You'll see it after the game's out, for sure, at the next Comic-Con. Yeah. Well, the the sales for, I was going to say, Bayonetta 2, we were talking about the sales earlier, but, but uh, Bayonetta 2 did ultimately sell over a million copies on, on Wii U. So, oh, they, okay. so so they did hit around the same as Bayonetta 1. So I'm sure it's going to be like much, probably like triple that on the Switch. But so it did, it, you would consider that a success, I guess, for, for such a niche game, you know? Yeah. I th- if people just had so much fun and that's all they wanted Bayonetta to to do. Yeah. And, and it is a lot of fun. Like the nace I was just gonna say the story in itself is kinda crazy and uh while we were talking about doing this episode, Jeremy and I just like through messaging it was like since he hadn't played Bayonetta two yet, it was like, Well we'll try not to be too spoilery, but it's like at the same time you don't really 
I mean, the, you were talking about how, how silly the cutscenes were and how funny they are and all that. But the story doesn't really – the story never really stuck with me. It was more about, like, just, like, the craziness of the game and, like, how it's, like, you know, this time we're going to fly, like, through the city and, like, fight, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, run up buildings as they're being destroyed and all that because you can do, like, the witch time and stop things and jump yeah. from another thing to another. And that's, like, basically what it was is, like, how crazy can we make this game? Like, how – ridiculous can we make these fight scenes that's really what it boiled down to for me it wasn't really about the story and all that even though the end that when i played through the ending i was kind of like oh okay now i understand what's going on because there is kind of like a sort of a thing at the end that happens in the second one that like explains everything before that and it all kind of there's different timelines and stuff like that that goes back but but in the end i normally just i remember it for the play and like how much fun it was to play uh what do you what would you think would happen with three like I mean, three is going to come is coming up, but uh, I know there's like kind of a thing where the guy that you fight through most of Bayonetta two, he kind of like puts his monocle back on or whatever at the end of the game. So, miss that means he's going to fight you again or something like that. There's sort of a there's sort of like a cliffhanger thing at the end of two, which we could say what it is, and it's not really going to matter I mean, to anybody I mean, who's going to play let's it. Not, you know? let's, let's not spoil it. Let, let's let people figure find it out. Sure. Uh, for Bayonetta three, I think it deals with Bayonetta losing her powers. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, how can you how could you outdo two? Because there's like so much I mean, I guess you just have to make it more more grandiose and more like crazy battles and stuff like that. But there were some pretty crazy battles in the in the second one. It's like I don't know where to go from there. But I'm super excited about it. Do you guys think it'll come out this year? Uh I think it's 2019 or 2020. Um, no, probably not 20. I think 20 is too late. Yeah. I think they're trying to focus. I think what what we'll see at E3, they will lay out what's going to happen uh, for Switch for that game. Um, They're they're so focused. For us as gamers, we're focusing on Metroid Prime 4 and Pokemon. People want to know how those games look. Uh, when they're coming out and who's designing. I mean, we know the Pokemon company is doing that, but we want to see how it looks. for Bayonetta, we're waiting because if we get it now, the 2019 first switch is going to be a problem because there's not going to be a big game we're looking out for. Well, that's kind of um, so. I, mean, yeah. I I think that's a game to say for 2019 or 2020. Um, that's that's what I kind of thought for this year actually because 2017 was such a huge year for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got like. I mean, we got Splatoon, we got when well, we got Zelda and Mario in the same year, like that was a big deal. But Splatoon two as well, and even Arms that nobody had heard of. There's like so much stuff that might have been on the back burner for Wii U and all that that all came out, and even like Xenoblade and all that. Where it's like, what 2012? Because they had it set up where like they had a new game like every month, like a big release like from the company. Yeah. And this year, I guess they sort of did. I mean, well, they have now they have Bayonetta for February, but they didn't really have anything. For January, but it's like you know what's Celeste. what's March. We yeah, have but Celeste wasn't a Nintendo game. I know, I know, I know. You know, I mean, it well, was the, like the they were all like Celeste first party. Is that they showed it at a Nintendo Direct. They did, but it was no a, one knew. Yeah, right. Because I didn't know what Celeste was. I didn't know what it was either. Nintendo but it was Direct a happen. It, it was just like yeah. oh, and then when it said it was coming out for all the other systems, I was just like oh, okay, cool, and that became the thing for January. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a, I mean, it was a multi-platform release. It wasn't like yeah. just their game. It was on all the other systems too. So it was like, but those, but what they were, what their plan was is that they were going to have a, you know, have a first party release every month. And they did do that like for their first year, 
but then it's kind of like falling back, except for now there's Bayonetta, you know. But still, that's like like a that's a re-release. It's not a new thing, you know. But well, and and that's and that's fine because like a lot of other companies don't have a big game mm-hmm. releasing, like Far Cry Five in Metro Exodus. Well. You know, those are kind of like the two big ones for the other ones. And Monster Hunter World was kind of the big game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like Nintendo, mm-hmm. just like we don't have to hit with heavy hitters. Let everybody else get their game out. And then when it's time for us to roll up with our games, we'll go ahead with that. You know. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, they were also probably still like reeling, reeling from all the sales that they made last year, where it's like, oh, we kind of don't really need to worry about January. We already made a ton of money off this, and just kind of get their stuff together for whatever right. they've got. Whatever they've got they're going to go forward with E three and install and, base now. So yeah, and and, right. and plus, like with now that there's like twenty some games like coming out like every week on the eShop, it's kind of like you know you got your content. Mm-hmm. You don't really necessarily need to release. Right. A game every month anymore, but that was like just trying to get people to win over to their own, their new system and, and all that. And a lot of indie developers have been making more money off of Switch. So. That's what I heard, which is awesome. Yeah, they've been making on that. Like people, more people are buying their games, so it's become like the indie darling, which is great because I love indie games and it's cool that there's all this stuff available on there. Like I said, I bought yeah. the Fall too, just because, <laughs> you know. But uh, is there anything? Is there anything else you want to say about uh, Bayonetta or Bayonetta Two? Before we close out um, here, just everybody get the game when it comes up for Nintendo Switch. If you haven't played it, it's it's a uh, stick with it. There are some challenging things, but oh, for sure, you know, yeah. if it gets too challenging, put it on easy. The combos are easier to learn in this game. Yeah, they're not uh, that bad. It's just kind of like a just alternating between kick and punch. You know, it's like for the most yeah. what it is. A lot of it's like, and then, like I said, there's pauses. You know, where you have to do like three kicks a pause and then three punches or something like that. But there's some really cool combos that you can do in there. And it's all about, it's mostly just all about like uh, dodging, you know, like dodging on the right time. One one thing that I thought was really cool to get was the bats. Like once you can get that, where like if you dodge at the wrong time, you turn into bats, like, and you don't get hit. Did you get that power up? I'm sure you did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I asked, uh, when we had Justin on here for one-on-one, I asked him this, but I want to ask you this too. Like, what is the big power up that you should try to get first? Like, while you're trying to get through a Bayonetta two the first time. Like, there's always, you know, like in a like speaking of platinum, like like in Beautiful Joe, like the big like they did that too. Like like refilling your film meter or whatever quicker. That was like mm-hmm. the big thing you needed to get first. There's always like one thing you want to get that'll make it a lot easier later that you want to save up for and not get other stuff before. Um. I think the first one that you should really get is kind of a weapon. When when you get that weapon, you'll have a have a chance to uh, kill any more enemies more quicker. Because everything else you can literally learn, like if you train well mm-hmm. and redo levels. Um, so I would say try to get a weapon first. After that, uh, as long as you got a weapon, then start working on trying to get your energy and magic bar up. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you can buy the um, the witch hearts and, and the there, there's the witch hearts and the moon pearls that you get that will bring that's that's and it's kind of like a heart pieces because you get like four yeah. pieces of the witch heart and then you get and then your uh, meter extends and you can get it all the way to like two right like two full meters like at the yes. end. I had like I I think I had like one and like one and a little bit extra like is what I ended up with on the last time. Yes. But yeah, you can extend that and your and like how much magic you can hold and all that. So and and if you're new to the game, you're having problems. 
buy energy. Go ahead, just yeah. go ahead and buy the energy and maybe magic uh, to like take less hits or less energy off your hits if you if you if you don't feel comfortable. I bought a lot. Um, like, I bought a lot of lollipops first. <laughs> I was buying lollipops. Is basically what I did, you know. Which is, I know that takes down some of your score, but that's kind of how I got through it. Like, there's the yellow one that like makes you invulnerable, and then there's the green one that refills your life, and the purple yeah. one. And I kind of just use those whenever I need them. And there's that syringe that you can get also that'll bring you back to life when you die, like a fairy. So yes. that always helps. But it's, there's always like a big thing you want to save for aside from getting those that'll make it better. But but yeah, I can't wait to hear uh, what you think of it next week, Jeremy. Like once you get to play it and all that. It's uh like I said, it's I was playing it the other night, and I was gonna text you and be like, hey man, I just played through it and this game is really really fun you know you should definitely check it out because i remember you were talking about getting it before like way back when 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 all we had was wii u news you know before nintendo was on the top again you know we used to talk about bayonetta and all that but but yeah um, i love this this chance because i get it i get to play the first one again too and kind of refresh myself on a game i haven't played since its original release Mm -hmm. yeah you can play you can play both of them and and on the go Right, <laughs> portable, yes. right portably, which I hardly ever do, but it's nice to have the option. Yeah, but I, I do. I did get that extra dock, so that's gonna make yeah. it great. So now so you can every, just yeah, that is a good thing. Uh, everybody, uh, please have extra storage for <laughs> your Switch. Get your sixty-four gigabyte SD card or I have whatever. A t- I have a two hundred man. Make, <laughs> yeah, and make room for bad another one because it's it's digital only that's the only way that you can get that game right, yeah Definitely. you have to get a micro sd if you don't have it yet i got a 128 and that's been treat me well so far nice hey i have a 200 and i have like 30 gigs left because i'm an idiot and i buy like everything but you know i might have to i'm, I'm trying you're not, not an idiot, to you're a fan i am a fan right. i'm a fan and i and i twitch a bunch of stuff but uh I, is that a is there anything else you want to say about bayonetta aside from everybody buying it because i think we're we're getting pretty getting pretty long here so i think i'm gonna oh, call it no, an episode that's, that's it just be prepared everybody you're in for a ride yeah no i mean it, it does kind of come off hard at the beginning but you know stick with it and once you figure it out it is a lot of fun like once you figure out how to how to dodge and all that stuff like you can yeah you'll have a, be having a blast with it and, it's, and i think uh, other people will love to watch you play like this is a really fun game to watch oh exactly yeah it's play. another it's visually exciting yeah especially if you can figure out like different combos and stuff to keep it more like mm-hmm. you know where you're not doing the same thing all the time and but yeah there's all sorts of cool stuff and it's super over the top and fun so definitely check it out. Anyway, this has been our episode 108. Uh, thanks thanks for being on it, Ed. Nice to, nice to hear from you again. Thank you guys for having yeah. me. Yeah, of course, man. Um, you know, you can uh, you can catch our stuff at nintendomainpodcast.com. You can download us from wherever you can find podcasts, pretty much. Um, if you're on iTunes, you know, leave us a review and all that stuff. And, we, you know, if you like the show, and subscribe. And, uh, you know, I, I, we have we have streams on Twitch, uh, Twitch TV, Twitch TV slash Nintendo Main Podcast. You can catch our streams on there. I stream games Thursday and Sunday. Do new games on Thursdays and old games on Sundays. So you can check that out. It's normally around like three in the afternoon ish. Like in the afternoon normally is when I do them. This Sunday, I'm probably going to play more of uh, Skies of Arcadia. I'm going to try to do like a big long stream of that because I've been kind of slacking on that one. But, and of course, like, you know, Thursday will be uh, whatever I end up doing for that. But this will already, already be out by then. And, you know, you can check out our YouTube channel as well at uh, 
YouTube slash youtube.com slash Fing Mater. And uh is there any is there any like uh big things that you guys that you have coming up, Ed? I know you I know you have like three different uh podcasts and shows <laughs> and all that, but just let uh, everybody yeah, just know where they can yourself again. Yeah, say so let um, everybody know where they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at that retro code. Um my podcast optional ping, you guys can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. I just did my uh second bunch of game awards, so you guys can check that out. And the new episode is gonna be about entitled gamers. Um so that will be out like um Friday or Saturday. Uh probably by the time this episode comes out, uh it'll be up. Um I am host of Arsenal X podcast at Nerds Gone Rogue Radio and on Nerds Gone Rogue Radio on uh YouTube. It's our Xbox podcast. We just did uh, a movie commentary for the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh cool. From 1991. So you guys can check that out on YouTube. Um, also, a, a co-host of Nintendo Power Block uh, and co-host on World One One Podcast. So you can all check that out at Nurse Gone Rogue Radio dot com or Nurse Gone Rogue uh, Radio on YouTube. Nice, cool. And I'll, I'll put some links on the on the details for sure for the episode. Cool. Yes. Uh, so then we've been we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. And uh, and I'm Eddie V. And uh, do you want to do you want to take us out? Do you want to say anything at the end here, Ed? Yes. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast, and we will see you next time on Nintendo May. All right. See you next week, guys. Thanks for see listening. Bye. Moon River, wider than a mile. I'm crossing you in style someday. Oh. You heartbreaker, wherever you're going, I'm going your way to drifters off to see the world. There's such a lot of world to see. We're after the same rainbows and waiting round the bend, my huckleberry friend. Because the hotel that we stayed at was like a Holiday Inn or something, and right across of it was from a Toys R Us. I'm like, dang, that. Oh well, uh, 
Because the, the I'm one trying that, to get away from that place. The, <laughs> exactly. 